We're so into D&Co, the leading clothing and lifestyle brand for sizes 14 to 32. I really want to try their bathing suit line. They're so cute. I saw one of our friends posting about them the other day. All right. I'm obsessed. Need to try. You can shop our favorite pieces through our Swipe Fat wish list, which is on our Instagram bio. Use code SWIPEFAT to get 30% off your first order. Hi, I'm Nikki. <laughs> He's Alex. And this is Swipe Fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, alive. Oh, man. Oh, man, oh, man. Man, oh, man, it's been, a, it's a week so far. It's always a week. Like, I wish people understood. Like, everybody's busy, but I think if they knew what our lives were like. <laughs> on t- like, we did something to ourselves with starting a podcast during quarantine. It was like, this is going to be all fun and games and nobody's going to listen. And then. <sighs> okay. This is so I- First of all, I was like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. How many times do you do a podcast? Like, once a month? <laughs> like, that's like what I legitimately thought. Yeah. And, now, and now I'm like, oh, no, it's a thing you do every week. That's yeah. so much I work. Mean, but it's been a week for everybody. We know this. I know that. It's just, um, you know, what I decided to do during quarantine. And you know what? I feel like um, if this feels, it feels really braggy. I almost did like a, a photo, like an Instagram photo to uh, on my birthday to be like, it's been a year, you know, like a shitty year, but like, look at all the things I did. And I was like, no, don't do that. Like, you sound like such an asshole. No, we've Um, done all the things. Right. Like, I mean, I guess it's just like, um, I'm proud that, uh, with my, I guess I never realized that, um, with my downtime, I could be more productive. (laughs) Um, and that's what I've discovered because, um, with my downtime before I was just using it irresponsibly apparently by mostly drinking and going out (laughs) well we still do the drinking I know but now it's just at home and on zoom (laughs) yeah you you have a glass of wine right I actually don't because I'm I I was gone Monday and Tuesday and I got oh yeah you had that girls weekend yeah I'm basically on a third day hangover yeah I just think like I'm still I still I need a break I'll drink for you. It's fine. Okay, thank you. I need a break from the from the alcohol. Okay, I respect that. Thank you. Um, how was your weekend? Because uh, last I heard you had a date. I did have a date. It was supposed to be the make or break day. Um, haven't decided yet. We're still making, still breaking. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. So went to a romantic Italian dinner where they rushed us. Then we went to a wine bar. You say they I rushed you? Oh, they rushed us. Like we were. Well, you only like, get two hours. So no, no, it, it was less than an hour. And we, our food was like, we had eaten our food and like was ready. We ordered our food five minutes later. It was there. Oh, wow. Like it was fast. It was delicious, but it was fast. And then, so after our dinner, we took that hour and we kept drinking. Um, hey, <laughs> question for my friends, um, <laughs> meaning you. Um, have you ever like been where you're like, you know, you have a couple of glasses of wine. Yeah. <laughs> Say the guy decides who only had a beer or two, he had, he had two beers. He was going to drive us to the next spot. It took a long time. You had to pee and you may or may not have like piddled in your pants. Oh, you're talking to the queen of piddling in her pants. So I piddled in my pants. <laughs> in my pants um we got to the wine bar we drank our bottle of wine and then we came back to my place and I immediately like I don't keep we walked you're, in. you're like gotta take my under I have to like shower yeah clean yeah when it, we walked into the house I was like hey meet Ted and I was like I'll be right back and like I luckily I had issues getting dressed so I already had on a anthropology loungewear top as mm-hmm. my sweater luckily it looked like a regular sweater but how cute. I had matching shorts. So I go and I had on already had on like this really cute matching bra, like the Gabby fresh collection. Mm -hmm. I had on this really cute bra and underwear. And then I run into my bathroom real quick, bring new matching sets in with me and my pants. And then like, I baby wipe the fuck all over. Like (laughs) I'm come out as a new woman, but I I was like, I was so embarrassed. Well, he didn't know, so he can't. He had, he had no idea. Right, but right. like, I was like, "Who am I? You're 30 years old. Like, how can you not hold your pee?" 
okay so i have an overactive bladder um i have been medically diagnosed like mm. went to the doctor and she was like yeah 100 percent. like you should not be getting up to pee twice during the evening like that mm. is not a thing i can like go to the bathroom and fall right back asleep so fast i can't even wait it's like should an i art. go to the doctor because like i wake up in the middle of the night having to pee and then i refuse to get up and i go back to sleep and then i wake up in the middle of the night again and then go pee okay so and you then- have an overactive bladder too but you know what the problem is, is the <sighs> pills the pills for this basically just dry you up oh i don't want to be dried up because yeah, i yeah. guys i sort of had sex for the first time in a long time this Woo! week Woo! um not i like how, i like how you said sort of <laughs> yeah because i mean there was no completion i i was clear i was like six classes of wide in I don't know what his excuse was because he really didn't have much. Um, I think he's. It was a little stage fright. It was yeah. a little, you know. I mean, okay. I no one's getting like the full story here because um, we can't. We're not. I well, we're not doing the full story yet. But it's just like I feel like I have more background than everyone mm-hmm. else, and <laughs> I just think it's because like he really, really likes you. Yeah, he's and a nervous he, kid. Yeah, and he wants to impress you, and uh-huh. so he's he's like. Um, I don't know. I love that. And I feel like you don't love that. No, that's a big turn off. <laughs> and like, like, I him, don't want you to like me. No, no. But him being nervous around me is a turn off. Turn uh, off? Yeah. I just think it's adorable. Uh, I know. Him and I have talked about some things. Once I was drunk, I said all the things. He also thinks I'm a little uptight. And then once I was drunk, like he loved me in the car smoking a vape and like windows down singing and like whatever which I think most people get Mm -hmm. but I think he makes me a little closed off right now because I want him to be more open than me but like I need to be more open for him to be more open and that's what I learned during our date like once I loosen up he loosens up so we have another date this weekend yeah I'm glad you're giving it more making and breaking time you know what's not making and breaking ted's upset about it what our show didn't air last night oh i know uh, <laughs> fucking server issues but can watch it at 10 30 eastern on saturday mm-hmm. they're gonna air it on monday at 9 p.m eastern time just for us mm-hmm. as a little special thing and then at 8 30 eastern right before our new episode airs so if you want to see me quiz some of Alex's potential dates, one of them's a firecracker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your face <laughs> is so dead. I just, someone asked me, um, I feel like I have zero fucks to give anymore. Um, uh, but like the, someone, a lot of people have been like, oh, so like the rest of your dates, like, are there some good ones to come? And I would be like, no, not really. No, there's not. <laughs> um but also like I I had one good date like he was a sweet guy um yeah one good date but like the thing is is we're dating in the modern age there's a lot of like yeah we're you have to go through a lot of frogs to find a prince and like Mm -hmm. maybe we found a prince maybe we didn't who knows who knows it's fine but everyone's like oh my god yeah there's got to be so many I was like after Darius it really goes downhill so um yeah (laughs) like I mean I I wouldn't say it goes downhill because we have viewer choice I know I know we have there's there's opportunities there's opportunities I just think that um again there was one good date but I guess you'll all see. But I just we'll see. We'll see. Like, we yeah. all know the things. You guys but, tell us, but I mean, like, Nikki thinks that had no chemistry with Darius. Just watch what happens on the next two. <laughs> 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 like, I definitely most chemistry with Darius. Okay. So that's all I, I have mean, to say. One of the things, I don't think we talked about it on the show as much as maybe we hoped, was the point of view of the guys dating that woman. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't right. something. I like, do I think, think I do think that we thought it was going to be more of a focus. Um, yeah, that we would be talking about us as plus size women dating in general, and part yeah. of that is like men dating women who are plus size. Like, is that a preference? 
Is it something you don't care about at all? Um, something like don't you don't really even think about? And I think it would have been interesting to have those conversations, which I think you don't you have that conversation kind of with one of them. At this point, I can't really remember. I don't. I think I thought about bringing it up, but I don't think I did. Okay. Um, you know what? We still have another date to go on, so we can bring it up more. Yeah. Um, we also have a reunion episode. I think we can mm-hmm. bring it up on. Um, but it's very interesting to get the viewpoint of somebody who's dated a plus size person. Yeah. We, we found this guy, Tony P waits in the wings on TikTok. He's like, yep. he's gone kind of a little viral. He pops up on our for you page a lot and he does a lot of plus size Q and a from a dude's perspective, as he says. And a straight, yeah. a straight dude's perspective. Yeah. Yes, a straight size. Sorry, sorry, straight size. (laughs) A straight size, yeah, because so it's his perspective. He has a plus size partner. Yeah. And it's very interesting. Honestly, sometimes I hate his videos. Sometimes I love them. There's no in between for me. I think there's a lot that resonates or makes me be like, oh my God, I didn't realize that I even like said something like that to myself, Mm -hmm. like um, put those things on myself, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a lot about like being positive um, and like being worthy. And I I love that stuff. And I think his recent like sex Q&A has been really interesting. And one of the big reasons why Nikki and I wanted to have him on the show. Yeah. Um, On the show. On the it's a show. This okay, is a show. Right. I can say that. Yeah, it's um, like that. It's a show. <laughs> okay, this perfect. is our 20th episode. 20th episode? Holy yeah. shit. It's our 20th episode, I oh think. Oh my God. Uh, yeah it's our 20th episode (laughs) so we wanted tony p from weights in the wings to come on and talk to us about his point of view of dating plus size fat woman so should we welcome him on yeah let's bring him in hi tony hi thank you so much for joining us thank you for having me yeah, we're excited. We were just saying before you got on that you show up in our For You page all the time. All the time. So oh, no. Always... Does that get annoying? No. <laughs> no, it's... it's like, oh, this guy again. It's actually... Yeah, it's like, because we tag everything with, like, the same tags as you. We, we do. Well, actually, he does BBW and we do not. We don't, yeah. We can talk about that, though. Okay. We should. Well, when you're ready, when you guys ready, are, ready. I, will, I will not. I will not control. This is your podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. Thank you for asking for consent. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm not. My dog, you will learn um, as we record, has not asked for consent whatsoever in his entire life. So um, that'll be a common theme. Um, I love that dog. I'm that a, is bad a gorgeous dog. dog. That's cute. Thank you. Um, so we were kind of talking before about the like we've never received the male point of view to our plus size experience we only give we've only given and this is our 20th episode we've only given our experience and other plus size women's experience we've tried we've tried to have on one of the guys i've dated in the past and he declines yeah he declines well he great question after yes great question after he ghosted me um, we'd been on a couple of dates. He ghosted me. And then he came back and popped back in and said he found our, our podcast on Instagram. And I was like, oh, how did you find our podcast? He was like, oh, it was in my common interest. And then he basically told me that he was a feeder. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay. Yes, he was a feeder. Um, Which we were like, we want to we know more. Like, yeah, so. I wanted. I asked him so many questions. I tried, I was like, so this and this fat preference, fat fetish, like that's the first time I heard fat preference or fat FA, fat admirer. I'd never heard that right. before. And we were talking, he refused to come on, but I, I was like, wait, we went out to dinner. You bought me like a $250 dinner. Like, was that like the what? thing? Yeah. Like, was he grooming me? Was he grew? And he- How do I get a date with this guy? <laughs> I want a $250 dinner. I went on a $400 <laughs> dinner last Saturday, $400 date last Saturday. So <laughs> when you're keeping tabs, I you're think like, I probably would have a very, you can, you, can pretty, you, can, you can pretty much add it up. I'm not keeping tabs, but you can add it up. <laughs> He's like, 
good. He spent five or four hundred. It was like wine bar bottle or wine bar a hundred bottle of wine. Paid, wait, did he pay for everything or did he? <gasps> he paid for everything. Yes. That he loves you so much. Let's not talk. About- well, I'm dating a new okay, guy. Okay, but listen, but we're but you said yourself he's a feeder. No, no, no different, different guy, guy, different guy. Different I'm dating guy. a new guy. Okay. No, no, different, different, di- yeah. No, this, <laughs> I was okay. going to say, there's a lot of explanation no, no. going on no, here. No, no, no. There was, so I dated a feeder in the summer, did not know he was a feeder until like, what, two months ago. And he told me, we asked him to come on the podcast. He said, no, I am now dating a guy who this is gets to fetish and fat preference. He has, okay. he's always dated plus size women since like college and yeah. I think Alex and I have a lot of different feelings about this. Ooh, so we're going to talk. All right, we're going to talk. We're going to talk. So um, <laughs> I don't have a problem with fat preference per se. I don't have a problem if somebody's just attracted to me because of my body, like, or not because of my body, but they find How my do you body. Know the difference? Yeah, they find my body a benefit to my personality. Like That's they're not the thing. like they like me. They happen to like my body. Alex right. sure. is very worried about being a fetish. I like it's my biggest fear. Yes. And okay. I it like it scares me so much that like recently like um, I've been talking to a guy and I was just like we we met on Instagram so I was like there's no way that this isn't like just straight fetish right. Um, and Nikki was like, you just need to ask him. I made her ask because so like, that's how we get over the fear. I love that he's getting like a lowdown. We're like, let's have you as a guest, but you're going to be our therapist. So welcome to but Listen, <laughs> um, I, I got to tell you, I become a lot of people's therapists and I don't really know why. So it sounds like we're having like a therapy sesh right now. I but I li- like, like, I'm, I'm going to give you some like dude input. Yeah. And it's going to be fine. Yeah, and okay. I just said input weird. No, you didn't. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. There's a whole TikTok <laughs> where people like it went viral, and most people commented on the way I said "idiot." <laughs> so, like, we can say things wrong, and it'll still be fine. It'll go viral. Okay. So, <laughs> well, do you guys want to chat a little bit about your yeah. two very different experiences? Yes, because you did a whole ten-part <clears throat> TikTok sesh about yeah. that preference. Pretty much killed my channel. <laughs> it, I saw that. I, his viewership yeah. really went down. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. My, my, I think, I think TikTok found, I thought it was a little spammy, but it was very difficult to, it's such a, it's such a big topic. Yeah. So to try to like fit it into 60 seconds, it just wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. But um, to, to give you guys a little bit of um, behind the scenes on me, and why I have the opinions that I do, and, and honestly, why that TikTok channel is kind of formed. Um, I've always, always had a preference for plus size humans um, since before I can even remember. Um, you know, like when you're teasing, teasing the your, you know, person or whatever in grade mm-hmm. school or whatever, and everybody was chasing around like little blonde and whatnot. That was not me. Wait, so are you telling me the guys who made fun of me in grade school actually liked me? <laughs> Maybe. When they know. mooed at me, I they liked there. me? I they were just, me. okay, okay. <laughs> um, so, as I got older, I, I didn't quite understand this very well. Um, it, was, it was a little weird that all of my friends were, not weird, weird is the wrong way to say it, but it, I was definitely an outlier um I would want to ask the the little chubby girl to prom and all of my my friends would go with conventionally attractive people even though to me conventionally attractive was a plus size individual so okay there's a difference between the chubby girl and the plus size girl or the fat girl Mm. you're absolutely right what's a little bit difficult is we live in a day and age where each term carries different meaning and everybody has applied we're going to talk about this a little bit later i'm sure um each term is different for each person a plus size woman so, is fat they're the same that's right. nikki's opinion so okay <laughs> okay but without like jumping all around um somebody who identifies as a fat person feels very different than identifying as a bbw for different yes. reasons 
Yeah. And another person might identify as being curvy. Another person might identify as being plus size. Another person might. So there's, it's a very, um, it is a riddled minefield for people who are trying to add commentary. Um, Cause you're, you're never going to say the right thing for the right people. Yes. Okay. So I would like to say that that is just a descriptor for us, for us, for us, that is a descriptor and we're owning that word. And as a plus size woman, if we're going to just broadly like say, we you can were use like, the term fat. Yeah, nobody's yeah. going to be offended. Yes. Because no. you're saying the chubby girl, but is the chubby girl, like, is she chubby? Is she like a size eight? Like, or like she's a little overweight or is she fat? That's my question. So I'm asking for context. I'm asking for context of what you're saying you were attracted to. That's what I'm asking for. So that's a good question. Um, and this is one of the things that that kind of lends into fat preference versus fat fetish. Um, to me, um, I'm attracted to a larger figure, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily have to have a number attached to it. It doesn't have to have a body type attached to it. It it's just I find a larger figure visually appealing. So if that larger figure is, let's say, 220 pounds and is an awesome human, yeah, I'm super into that. If that person is 420 pounds and is an awesome human, I'm super into that. If that person is 350 pounds and is complete trash, they're not attractive <laughs> to me. So so it's a spectrum um, to, to say, hey, I, I'm only into supersized people or I'm only into uh, medium-sized people plus size people, you know what I mean? Um, that's kind of where I believe preference lies. Okay. It's when you start getting into extreme descriptors that you that you marry into. The fetish, fetish. side of it, right, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's actually that's really, nice. that's a really good explanation. I think so too. And <laughs> I, like, I love those videos that you do of that, I think are a great explanation of what preference versus fetish is because honestly I think it helped me I mean I know like Nikki's like tried to explain it to me too because that like we also are each other's like first fat best best friends friend. um so like most cool. my, yeah most of my friends are straight size so it's like mm-hmm. we don't you don't get to have these conversations with people where it's like basically I can tell my straight size friend that I'm worried I'm going to be a fetish and they're like oh yeah I mean what do you mean like thing. he likes feet yeah. what yeah. and what, what can end up being a little bit difficult about that is is fetish is such a um, loose term for lack of a better word and we should also so, say that a fat fetish isn't a bad thing if it's a consenting relationship let's just I would agree with that that's not a bad if like that's we'll talk what about your feeder I'm sure right and I think like, um, feeding is completely fine as as long as you're both as as, consenting to that yes. relationship anything between consenting adults it's great a okay great yeah yeah um <laughs> So when it comes to, when it comes to trying to navigate um, versus preference, well, I just gave my, my opinion on what preference is, but when it comes to, to fetish, that's where it can get a little bit difficult too, because Alex, you're super worried about this. Now, I'd like to hear you, I am hijacking your show. <laughs> I'd like to- <laughs> Hijack away, hijack away. I'd like to hear your opinion on what you consider a fetish to be. That's a great question. I, I think that um, for me, it's only being into me for sex um, and not as me as a person. Um, so Just for your body. Right. Um, which I think is like, I mean, we're already worried about that when you're dating anyway. I don't know. Then you add this other thing on top of it. And it's like, I feel like that's all that. Dehumanizing in a sense. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's when I get like nervous about it, especially if you're like meeting people on Instagram or TikTok, it feels like you're not, you don't know me. You only know what I put online. Not a dating app either. Well, same with a dating app, I guess, but it's like a little bit easier with dating apps because you know that you're going to meet that person eventually. Cause that's the point. Yeah. Like the point is to meet this person eventually. But if you're like talking to someone, not in a conventional manner, it's like, I don't, I can't tell if this is what you're looking for, or like, if you're just here for the body. So I love to be a devil's advocate. Okay. Okay. And since I actually have humans that I can discuss with, and it's just not just me staring at a phone screen. Mm -hmm. um, Would you feel the same way if you were a straight sized person? Because what I've noticed is, so I'm, I'm an avid gym rat. I, I'm, I work out all the time. It's, it's part of my culture. 
there are men and women who will actively put on like a full face of makeup or wear um, super revealing clothing, men and women, um, going in there and actively looking for their body to be objectified to get a mate. One could call that a fetish. If you were to apply that same term, that same mentality to what happens to you, say when somebody comes to you for Instagram, the only difference is, is one's online and one's in person, but they're essentially the same thing. What becomes a little bit difficult is a plus size person is considered marginalized because you're not what society deems as conventionally attractive. Right. Whereas these, these people that go to the gym have a straight size body. Um, so society deems them conventionally attractive. So even though it's essentially the same thing, they're both, they both could be considered kind of fetishy. We yeah. look at them differently. I see what you're saying. Well, because we, this is like, I really, really liked the TikTok you did about, um, and I think I do this a lot. So it was a, like a light bulb moment, but it's like, um, stop, stop trying to put, I'm going to like read this, but stop trying to put um, or find meaning in what people are attracted to. Like why I automatically uh, think like <laughs> someone is weird, basically, mm-hmm. if they're attracted to me. Do you know what I mean? I saw TikTok the other day and I had a light bulb moment. Man, TikTok is so cool. I like know. it is my <laughs> favorite social media platform. Yes. And it's not, I've been trying to get like everybody on uh, onto TikTok because I, I like it so much better than anything else. It's more um, organic and like it feels- It creates real. really good conversations. I think the only I thing agree. that I don't love about it is harder to create a community where you're talking to each other. Yes. I would you agree know? with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we can't have these conversations- um, on TikTok yeah. with the same people right. like over yeah. and over again and you you reach a new audience each time which is also kind of cool I think that we'll get into that later I think that'll change in the future um by by trade I'm actually a social media manager oh um okay. that's my job cool I saw a TikTok the other day and I thought it was it was my light bulb moment um she said something to the effect of you don't have to be attracted to you for people to find you attractive. So what you find attractive, basically is what she's saying, is what you find attractive doesn't necessarily mean that that has to be what somebody else finds attractive. So Alex, you said mm-hmm. something to the effect of you had a light bulb moment because you you don't need to have explanation for somebody finding you attractive. But one step further is your base attraction is not necessarily going to be somebody else's base attraction. So even though you might be attracted to, let's say, a fit man, um, that doesn't mean that he has to be attracted to a fit woman. You know what I mean? Like everybody's so personal in their attraction. So if somebody's, you know, barking up your tree, give them the benefit of the doubt. I know. You may not like what you look like, but they like what you look like. Let's be honest. Fit men are usually attracted to plus size women. I don't know why. Um, I don't have, I, be, I get asked that all the time. I will not swipe usually on a guy who's athletic because I'm like, we have nothing in common. Well, you don't that's have a good to be point. Athletic, but you don't have to be like athletic with your partner. But if their whole profile is about being a gym bro, that's not what I'm into. I mean, we've talked about this before. I dated yes. someone who was like very much a gym rat. And, and like, all he wanted to do was eat arugula and grilled chicken. And that's yeah. fucking boring. Right. And it's like, I need someone that's who's going to like, that's, <laughs> that's you. That's boring. Okay. So that's you. Now my question is you have a plus size partner. How does that work? I have a lot of years under my belt and in those years has come growth. Mm-hmm. I, I, I <laughs> I'm still younger. <laughs> um, so I don't have everything figured out, but I have enough years under my belt to, to understand um, what's right and what's wrong. How long have um, you been with your partner? 13 years, 14 and, years. And this is a woman, correct? Yeah. Okay. So 13, 14 years. Are you guys married? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are married, been together for 14 years. Have you always been grilled chicken and arugula guy? No. No. Um, okay. So <laughs> we were broke when we first got, I mean, we were, we were straight up like McDonald's cheeseburgers, like dollar cheeseburgers. We were super broke. What happened to me was I went through <laughs> a little bit of an existential crisis um, where I found that it was actually very important for me to have 
uh, I'm going to say a healthy body, but that's not necessarily what I'm going for. An active body? Um, being in the gym actually helps keep me out of depression. Okay. Um, I am a, I am actively and, a, and aggressively a depressive and person, uh, pessimistic personality. You need a door. Until I started and started until I started um, going to the gym routinely. And so for the last three years, it has been an active part of my mental recovery because I wasn't, I wasn't very, I wasn't in a good place for a long time. So how does that affect your partner? I believe that you can be healthy at any size if you choose to be healthy at any size. Mm -hmm. So um, one of the things that, uh, that I have put a preference on is I enjoy an active plus size person. Um, the idea of sitting on a couch watching TV for hours on end is not my jam. I want to have somebody who's willing to go to the gym with me. Um, that doesn't mean she has to have a fit body. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to have a fit body. I'm not attracted to that. But I do want somebody that I can share those experiences with. Mm-hmm. Um, I want somebody who I can go to Disneyland and spend all day at Disneyland without um, feeling that we need to leave because tired or, or things like that um and and they're out there your statement right there really confuses me that they're tired go for it a lot of your videos I agree with and some of your videos really piss me off personally <laughs> like Alex and I have talked about this um and so like I'm the I'm the extremely opinionated one of the duo um <laughs> um the overly opinionated but I think you saying that like I get being attracted to somebody who is active. Alex is extremely active. She goes to the gym three to four times a week. I just had back surgery. I do not. And like, I'm not in a while, but I have no issue going to Disneyland and walking. I could walk around there for four days with no issue. And it has no, nothing to do with me being plus size. Okay. So let's address this. You're internalizing something that doesn't need to be internalized. This is why I'm saying this. There are some people who actively fear um, having to go do something active all day. So if let's use Disneyland as an example, if I said I wanted to go spend all day in Disneyland, they'd be like, I'm not going to do that. It's the most, why aren't you going to do that? Because I'm tired. I don't want to, that sounds miserable. They don't want to walk around all day. That's not my person. Couldn't a straight size person be that same person who said all the things? Absolutely. I wouldn't want to take her either. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Just think it's Um, another preference. No, I think like you're, you're getting, I think you are, you're internalizing it a little too. Like you're doing what I'm doing with fat fetish. I feel like a little bit. But when he talks about that on his channel, he's always talking about a plus size woman. He's not talking about any person. So that I is fair. That okay, is my, I think fair. that that's is, fair. I think that's my issue. Okay. You talk about taking your partner to Machu Picchu. You talk about yes. your personal experience of saying that you, and I'm not trying to be defensive or make you on the no, I'm ready in any sense. In this statement, you go, we understand what you're going through because I went through this. And then you talk about you going to Machu Picchu and not necessarily hiking Machu Picchu, but just going through the steps the actual mm-hmm. steps of it with your partner and she had a harder time and you said well I helped her through the whole thing and I know what she was going through it was so hard and blamed her like instead of enjoying it with her and maybe going at a slower speed you had to go and do it an entire different time so you can experience it at your pace and that's that's the first TikTok that pissed me off well let's unpack that yeah <laughs> let's unpack um... it <laughs> so and Alex I will say Alex has Alex has hiked those steps as a fat oh, have woman you? that's mm-hmm. cool yeah, yeah, yeah well I'd like to hear your experience too but I want to I want to address what you mm-hmm. said first the air is thin as I I have not <laughs> I I will say I have not hiked those steps but then like the way you were talking about like the sure. pressure and what happened in that situation and how it was a negative experience for you it felt like that way Um, it was like, oh, well, you know, I'm in the Smoky Mountains or like I'm in some, like I'm going on some small hike, like in, in the U S and whoever I'm with would feel so brought down by me. 
that's it felt like when you explained it that your partner brought down the entire experience and you didn't enjoy it at all until you could do it yourself by yourself so I don't think she asked for my help I'm trying to remember and and I I don't think she ever actively said hey will you help me through Mm -hmm. this but there were cues, there were emotional cues that, that led me to believe that this was not becoming a positive experience for her. And so um, we were with a group of people and we all knew those people. So we would kind of co-mingle and, and I'd stick with some of the, the more active parts of the group and she'd stick with some of the more um, less active parts of the group and we'd kind of mix around and everybody would just kind of switch partners and that kind of thing. And she started to actively fall behind pretty, pretty bad. Okay. Um, and I remember kind of seeing her get a little weepy and, and I thought this, this sucks. This isn't, this isn't good for her. So um, I went back and, and left the group and her and I stuck together and <laughs> She will probably kill me for saying this, <laughs> but, um, but I will times... appreciate you for saying this because since like, since on your TikTok you haven't expressed any of her opinions, it, it gets a little bit difficult it does. when you only have 60 seconds, yeah. but, um, she, <laughs> there are times when we're like walking up steps. She has, she has a bigger booty, um, when we're walking up steps and I'll just kind of like, hoist my hand under and it's it was it's meant to be cute it was meant to be cute okay um and as time progressed (laughs) whenever we would go upstairs she's like why don't why don't you touch my booty anymore that things like anyway so (laughs) when we were in Machu Picchu um I could tell that she was getting upset so that's Um, why you helped her yeah um what ended up happening though was it, it it switched from uh, a casual hiking experience to, is this something you want to do? And she said, yes. And it became an exercise in this is, from, so I'm giving my point of view because yes. I'm going to give you the bad with the good. It became an exercise in patience for me because I wanted to be with my group and I wanted to have my headphones in and I wanted to listen to music and I wanted to enjoy it the way that I wanted to enjoy it. But it was clear that my partner would have had a very negative experience if I had done that. So, and this is what happened, this is where I'll talk a little bit about um, as I've gotten older, I've learned things. Um, so instead I put my headphones away um, and we talked through the whole thing and when she needed to stop and rest and when she needed to cry, cause she did, Alex, you've been there. The air yeah, is thin. Hard. It's Our hard to breathe. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's hard for everybody. I it's think. hard for everybody. It's hard like, for everyone, I but I mean, I was time. definitely, I was, I had a rough go, um, yeah. personally. It's beautiful. It's yeah, worth the it's visit. Great. I mean, I said it's that, difficult. No, it is. I said when I got home, I was like, I just assumed that. You had like, altitude sickness. I did get altitude sickness, but I, that, not in Machu Picchu, somewhere else, but they, uh, the when I got home I was like I am obviously very out of shape like I need to go to the gym and then I like went to the gym and I was like oh no it's because the air was so thin <laughs> like you I, if you went to Machu Picchu you were probably staying uh is it Cusco yeah we so like Cusco so I think Cusco yes I think my issue with you is in this video you you posted at you like as your post was you like you don't think we understand what you're going through, but we visible we understand what you're going through, and then you use this example. So maybe a- maybe sure. I'm gonna step in, but maybe yeah. the issue here is that it was like more of a generalization. It was a generalization, and you're talking personally about your partner's experience. Yeah, so I think right? that I think that is actually I think in most of my issues with your videos is that you speak in generalization. And they're about your personal experiences. And in some videos, you do say, this is my experience and this is what, I, this is what yeah, it disclaimer. is. But if you're sure. not following you 
and you're you just wouldn't like, know. you're just randomly i think my your Montu Picchu video was the first video i watched really? and i remember oh, no yeah and i and i <laughs> alex and i talked about it on podcast it was like i fucking hate him Oh no. no! You did not that's say terrible. You hate okay, him. well, I internalized. I fucking hate him. Okay, well, that's, I'm gonna, not, that's I'm not. not what she said. I, Jesus I'm a very Christ, extreme, I'm a very extreme person, um, and I don't really hate anybody. But I was like, oh no, this is what happened. Also, we can talk about. I loved your ten per ten part fetish first preference but when you go <laughs> but when you go <laughs> no that's when not you no no when you go you're not gonna like this but the reason we don't talk about it is because we're discriminated against like and you that's made it <laughs> you made it seem well, you made no, it seem like the worst thing right. ever was being a discriminated against so so there's two sides of the coin right um and this is this is kind of what we can chat about because the you're a hard-hitting journalist <laughs> i think being hidden is worse than somebody making fun of you for liking the fat girl well so when it comes to let's take the Alex let's so finish up the match right no i just like nikki no. has experience being hidden so i think that that like that's the context there i think that like the um <laughs> it is i've i've never climbed machu picchu and i probably never will let's be honest um I'd, why, rather why, go, why is that I'd rather go to paris and eat in a really good restaurant <laughs> and like go shopping that's just i mean if, I we, if we can go back to the because i actually feel i i feel like i understand what tony's saying okay it's like a pref because i am i'm active i mm-hmm. like doing stuff and i actually like did go on a date with a guy who was plus size and when we left the date he had I like I feel horrible like he had like a limp or yeah. something well and it was that's like- kind of like the guy that I went out like I was in a relationship with and he was I don't want to say he was too lazy to have sex but he would rather not but have he sex. was too lazy to have he sex. was too lazy to have sex so I think that the issue for I'm me glad this is on video so people can't see my face <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. the like for me with the, like the immediate my first immediate thought when I saw him limping was like oh my god we're not gonna like what he's not gonna want to do the things that I want to do like mm-hmm. if we go on a vacation is he going to want to go on a two-hour walking tour? Is he going to want to bungee jump? Is he going to yeah. want to do these things that I do? I'm an active plus-size person. I want them to be able to do those things with me. So it needs to be another active plus-size person. But I can also say that since talking, being friends with Alex, I didn't know half the things she said was possible were actually possible. Like, I didn't think like, I could ever bungee jump or skydive, like, because I was a certain weight. They are possible, but I had no idea. So, but I 100%, the guy, like, he'd rather put might, a nice dinner. Well, I think I was judging. Yeah. You were judging him. I was judging too hard. Yeah. There's all sorts of this spectrum. Like, for me, I like an active plus size human. But I've... <laughs> I've been brought up in this world. Before there was body positivity, there was size acceptance. Um, And so the the current movement that's happening right now is actually has about 25 years of rooted beginnings. So way, way, way back in the day, I was 23, 24 years old. Um, I would go to nightclubs that were meant specifically for plus size people and they've kind of disappeared a little bit that's a thing i remember that being i saw a whole documentary on this what yeah probably called the butterfly lounge or bounce yeah wait bounce in chicago the the, no 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 no, okay oh this was in california (laughs) um there's a bounce there you guys you know the song that's on uh that a lot of plus size people are using on tiktok the get your um big girls you are beautiful Mm -hmm. by micah yeah. yeah, that song was actually created for the Butterfly Lounge in Long Beach, California. Nope, oh. in Costa Mesa, California. Okay. Um. So, so this this there's a a long line of progression that's yes. happened to where we are here now. So, back in the day, there used to be these nightclubs, and there used to be big bashes. Um, we would go to a, a it's called the Las Vegas BBW Bash. Um where you could meet all different walks of life and all people who were on different ends of the spectrum of what, of what they enjoyed. And there were a lot of men who actually really preferred 
um, a plus size individual who, who would just chill out and enjoy watching a movie. And it, so, so there, there's really a spectrum. Um, so it doesn't necessarily which, mean that my that, way is the right way or somebody else's. There's is the a right spectrum way. As, in the same that, way. There's straight sized people who just want to chill out or be active. Absolutely. That's what I yeah. mean. Like that to me I makes mean, more different. sense than a, than like, I'm still wrapping my head around fat preference and fat fetish and all mm. that stuff. Right. But to me, it makes sense that you would be like, I want someone who's active because I'm active because those are things that straight size those are traits that too. i hold important in my life yeah it's just it doesn't matter if straight size or plus size you just want somebody who is active yeah Absolutely. i know it Same. shouldn't well, matter i yeah. think that's exactly what we're saying though. okay okay but like but then, i classify like when people say these things it's like i want a straight size person who does this i want a plus size person like there shouldn't like there shouldn't be a classification in the well, sense but aren't okay, this is but, where you and I might disagree a little bit. Yeah, though. but I think I'm with you, Tony, because I think it's like what you're saying is like I'm attracted. Sorry, I'm attracted. No, to you can be, <laughs> but like also like you, you would disagree on his classifications like twelve hours ago. <laughs> but like, um, I'm attracted to someone who's plus size, but I also want them to have share these traits with me. So, so I can, I can say with absolute certainty that I am 100% not attractive to a straight size person. You've never um, been with a straight size, per- straight size person ever. Not once. You don't find them beautiful at all. I find, a tr- I find that they have, that they can be attractive just as I, I think somebody who doesn't appreciate a plus size body can find plus size people attractive. Okay. I don't find them, uh, I, I don't type. have a physical attraction person. to them. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's not sexual. Um, there's only one individual. Nope. Two. There were two individuals in my entire life who were who you could consider straight size. They were still a little bit thicker, but I, I when I mean For thicker, mid-size? probably 130, 150 pounds at yeah. most. Mid-size. 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 Yeah. Well, um, I mean, 130 is still very thin, but like a, depending on their height, but at like 150, depending if they're five three, they're mid-size. Thank you for and the reason that, that I liked these people <laughs> is they were awesome. Um, we're one of them was their personality. That's right. She was a server. We were both servers at a restaurant, and she was funny and cool, and we'd hang out all the time. And eventually, I developed a crush. It took a long time, but eventually, I developed a crush to the point where I actually wanted to ask her out on a date. And then I missed my mark, and um, somebody else asked her out on a date, so I missed it. Um, but it took probably a solid year before that crush to develop because I wasn't actually physically attracted to her. Um, whereas, uh, a plus size human, it's a lot easier for me to develop crushes because not only are they super cool and I enjoy their company, but I also yeah, think they're like really they're your, like they're physically type. attractive. Right. Um, I think that's definitely a thing. I mean, like I've like gotten crushes on people I would never be attracted to because I'm in close proximity with them all the time and and they're cool people yeah yeah well yeah yeah, and that's the whole point like that I'm attracted to their personality not their body anymore you know so to answer your question I've never been physically active with even a a mid-sized person um I would say I'm the only reason I give weights um, when people ask me these questions is it helps people quantify it helps people visually see so we don't um, give, it, this we is don't not give, important no no we don't give weights because we do, trigger, si- we do sizes not sizes. weights because they're trigger warnings like at first okay. I, so I would say my weight or different weights and then it I'd have to I don't even it. I don't even weigh myself anymore so I think yeah like, a lot of a lot of people don't like so sizing is so much easier especially for women who okay. have eating disorders I would say or the, like different things the smallest person I've ever physically been with was probably about a size 18. Okay. Okay. So that is yeah. clearly a plus size woman. Yeah. Alex, can we move on to sexual topics? Am yes. I allowed to? Okay. So, <laughs> okay. This is where I start to blush. <laughs> okay. So you have. I don't know been... how my TikTok channel has gone this way. No, but, but um, it went that way this... because you have to lean into it, Tony. You this leaned. Is what they want. You, this is what the people you leaned want. into it. So you talked about. 
Um, you talked, I don't know about, I think the first uh, one was the doggy strap, wasn't it? it you talked about the doggy strap, which helps you hold on to a woman to fuck her. And then yeah. you talked about like, I don't know the straps that help. It's a sling. The yeah. sling. Okay. Uh-huh. Here's, here's my issue, Tony. And I need your help with it. Okay. This is where the because, advice comes in. Yeah. It's your advice because neither of your sexual tool suggestions have I haven't personally purchased them, but neither of them will help me with what I need. I have never <laughs> successfully had doggy because my ass is too big. How can oh, you help me? Okay. How can you help me? It's not holding on. Like, so I have a thinner waist and a big fucking ass. Like, okay, how do so- you, it's not holding on. That's the problem. It's the penetration. So help me. <laughs> So many so. hand gestures are happening right now. I have to give um, <laughs> some some background of like what's happening right now with Nikki. He's so and- embarrassed by me. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you you claim to be an expert. So I've always I've always been a very um, sexually curious person. Mm-hmm. So um, before Google was a thing, I'd read books. I I, I wanted to educate myself. What should um, I tell you that my last serious partner i gave him a list of sexual positions for fat women or plus size women whatever you want to call it and he he got upset with me and he said are you not happy with what we're doing that's male ego it was right so i've i've never had a a fully because after that relationship it was three half three and a half years ago i've just been like I don't want to say hoeing my way around life, but I've like, I've been having my sexual awakening. Listen, I had my hoe phase. Yeah, it yeah. was a long time ago, um, but I had but, it. Everyone has a hoe phase. But the last consistent partner was three and a half years ago. And when I, and before that, like I had a boyfriend before that who was the lazier one that we talked about. Okay. But like no man has been willing to try doggy style with me multiple times. I think, I think what needs to happen here Tony, what we need your help with is, is how, how do she, I make it happen? No, how does she instruct the guy to make it happen? Right? Um, okay, so there, there's a couple of different ways that we could potentially tackle this. Did I get him on Zoom? <laughs> no, get out a pen and paper. Okay, okay. I'll and write the notes. Is, I'll write the notes. I wrote the notes. Okay. I, in no way am I a sex therapist. I These are my personal opinions you act and personal like you don't experiences. Take and I, I used to give disclaimers and then I didn't used to, but now. then you stopped, you got arrogant. I did. I did. Um, so by the way, I like you so much more than I did before the interview. <laughs> um, when it comes to doggy, if you're having an access issue, you, you might need to lift. Um, in fact, I actually, uh, have a you ever used a wedge before? A wedge? I have not, well, but I okay. have one on order. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you could honestly, you could have used pillows too. Um, the, the best way, it, so it's access, right? Um, it's hip mobility coupled with, there's a, I, I'm going to say the controversial thing. Um, have, have the men that you've chosen to be with, so, are they Okay, wait, blessed? we have, wait, we yeah. have the same thing is like if they're blessed what's the issue they act like they're blessed they're not probably that okay wait can i ask a question can i ask a question mm-hmm. okay because i personally it's that's i love doggy your favorite your favorite but i've never successfully in my 30 years ever had doggy okay well you have to like be like me personally it's not like i'm on all fours it's like no, no, your head, it's me. Your it's head me. is on the pillow me falling off the bed. talking about yeah my okay. me falling off the bed has been in play and it still is not a thing so um which makes me wonder like kim kardashian's ass like how this works i'm a i'm a little um are you worried are you worried well no what i'm what i'm what i want to ask is that <laughs> Because I'm very susceptible, <laughs> like I'm down to try different things. If he doesn't have what is needed to do it, then no, you're not going to have a successful. But like, what if he has an this. average size? Then that should be accomplishable. 
Everybody I've been with has been average size. Okay, so then there shouldn't be an issue. So if he's average size, there shouldn't be. It's an just issue. Not, so this, this is what not I'm willing. Okay, so what? The wedge should, will help. Yeah, the wedge. I've ordered one because what what we're looking for is we're, we're looking for access, right? So as you said, face down ass up, right? Um, and if this isn't working for you, the the strap um, that isn't necessarily for grabbing. Okay. More for pulling. Okay. It's more about leverage. But will it lift my so, up this way? If he's strong enough. Okay. If I mean, if he gets in there and he gets that wrist strap on and he grabs hold of that and he's able to lift you up and do what he needs to do. Will I be yes. comfortable? Uh, the pad no. is comfortable. The uh, strap is? I, I have never actually been in, in it myself. Strap. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that might help you because it does help for deeper uh, penetration. That's one okay. of the reasons it was made. Mm -hmm. um, See, you need I, to get the plus size one because it actually has a longer. So uh, the to, reason to cover. I didn't think that was the thing is because like I, you can hold on to my waist. Yeah, this is more for I think grinding. Okay. This is this is more for leverage and guys who are intimidated like so I said one of my last relationships I brought him all these sexual positions and he was like are you not happy with what we're doing and I'm like no like I want to bring more to you what do you have to say to people who who are willing to try different things and their partner is not like how do you how do you talk to them about that and like, because I know um, the male ego is a huge thing. I mean, the female ego is a huge thing. So, like, how do you, like, breach that topic? In a boy's brain, we want to be, like, the best you've ever had, right? And so when you come to the table, and so take this as a grain of salt, yeah. and we'll, we'll unpack this. When you come to the table and say, hey, what about this? Or, hey, I want to try this. Or, hey, can this do this differently in our brain we go you're wrong oh shit i suck at this and it hurts now if you if you know that that's going to happen in our little boy brains then you can start to navigate and i'm gonna say manipulate that's not really what i mean but you can start to navigate boy brain manipulating a little bit. I mean, it's the way um, you're bringing it so to the table, right? A, oh, I really like it when you do this. I think I really like can. it this way. I think it's the bringing if, it to the table the right way, right? Yeah. Like, I really liked how we did this. Can we try that something similar? What do you think? Is that a good I'm way a or no? Naturally curious person. So I, 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 I have. I think I have that man pride, but to a much lesser degree. Um, Cause I, I like, after it's done, I like to, I like to talk about it. Okay. Um, like what worked for you? Are what we didn't the work same for people? You, what worked I know. For I was me, just going to say, I feel like you me. guys are way more similar than you. No, I think we are think. because I really like, <laughs> no. And honestly, we're probably way more similar because I don't, there was situations where I disagreed with him which there's situ so many situations where people disagree with me <laughs> like <laughs> because um we're opinionated but not everybody's gonna agree with what we're saying um sure. so I told Alex my favorite like not necessarily my favorite part after sex is saying what I liked and what I disliked but my favorite part after sex is talking sure like that's um, it's not my favorite part <laughs> I mean I mean coming's great too like I really want that to happen like that's a that's a great thing but like for men it's more likely to happen so for a woman the conversation is it's not the same but you said okay but let's preface this because what you said was because I was like I'm trying to look for like I'm trying to find a husband right like I, that's what I'm at no, that's not what I'm looking for right so Nikki's like go, like what she wants is like good sex right yeah, so yeah, yeah. going sure. on dates with guys and then like the conversation comes later for me I'm turned on by a conversation right so like I need to have the conversation before we get in bed like I'm sure. gonna get turned on by a good combo intimacy and 
why is intimacy so no, hard and it's because it's, it's vulnerable not, it's so <laughs> it's vulnerable but can we talk about why you and i are so different and like say the relationship i'm having right now and why you think the relationship i'm having is so great and i'm confused by it it's because he likes me right he's vocalized that he likes me he he's been with plus size women and it's not just a fetish and we like this is my first relationship we've ever talked about me being a plus size woman and not necessarily things I'm dealing with but we've actually it's a good question for yeah Tony like have you like when you were dating your partners in the past because they are plus size women were you like actively having those conversations with them about like them being plus size or um Um, did that ever come up in conversation when you were dating those conversations come a little bit later later. I've always I've always dated a a confident person Mm -hmm. I I'm attracted to confidence and I've found a correlation between confidence and activity Mm -hmm. um so I'm I'm just naturally attracted to somebody who has a has an air about them who's just like this is me this is what I am and you're either gonna like me or you're not and to me I'm like I dig that so um when we go out on dates it's not really a topic because they they know they're cute you know what I mean yeah um but what ends up happening and this is this is where uh this is where the line blurs between preference and fetish right Mm -hmm. Um, one of the things that I enjoy about a plus size body is I enjoy the feel of a plus size body. I like, which um, there, said. there's a satisfaction of, of just giving a little squish on the thigh or, softer, or something like that, or a grab on the better. booty. Yeah. Um, I don't want, not now, better, but we're different. We're different. When I'm grabbing a fleshy part of your body that you actively hate about yourself, it mm. makes you feel bad. Right. And so you talk about it that's where the conversation starts because okay. I sit there and I might I might grab your thigh or something like that and you're like I, I don't like that please yeah. don't do that anymore okay. and so that's where the conversation starts of I know I'm glad you said you don't like that but I'd like to tell you why that's you like something it something that I do yeah um in my brain even though you don't like that it's one of the most attractive things on your body and you know when you see a like a <laughs> Don't take this the wrong way. I'm looking at you down there. Um, I don't know what- You know when you see like I a cute little be. puppy and you just want to squish it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. when you see like a nice thigh and you just want to squish it and you're like, oh, that's awesome. I want to uh, yeah. grab that, you know? Um, okay. So in my brain, I'm showing affection and I'm showing attraction and I'm showing you that I like this part of your body. Unfortunately- and correct me if I'm wrong, in your brain, you're like, I hate this. Why is he grabbing this part of my body? I don't yeah, like yeah, yeah. it. So that's where the conversation takes break, a place where we yeah, need to come to the middle me, ground. 100%. Because like for me, I think sometimes in those situations, I'd be like, oh my God, okay, like now I feel like I'm a fetish, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. That's interesting you say that because we had someone in our Facebook group. We have like a private Facebook group for mm-hmm. fat women. Um, and one of them mentioned that she was like seeing a guy for a while and he would he was like always rubbing her stomach mm-hmm. and she was like it made me super super uncomfortable so I stopped seeing him and I I mean I think your advice would be the same as mine but it's like I I think what we need to focus on is more like communication in that if you are liking I mean if you're uncomfortable about other things then yeah, leave, right? Like if there's other stuff that was making you uncomfortable. Yeah. But if it's just like that they're rubbing your stomach, like you need to communicate that. Um, What's a little bit partner. difficult is what you don't like about, that's in my opinion, just because you don't like it doesn't mean that mm-hmm. it's not attractive. So I actually enjoy a soft belly. Yeah. Um, I think it's for a women- wonderful it's- pillow. No. <laughs> All right. So uh, thank you, man. This this conversation has been a lot, a lot, but like in the the best way. So I I hope Tony doesn't ghost us and comes back (laughs) to to the show. I'd love to come back guys. Thank you. Well, I think, I think it was a good time. I'm glad. I think all the um, women who listen to the podcast are going to 
love this like eat it up they are. we needed this perspective for sure and we did we've never had it before yeah no? i think it's it's given me a um, hopefully we can get more men to come on and talk about. to you guys i know but i am like i'm just thrilled that you came on so no, thank you I'm, so much yes. for I'm so happy about entertaining it. us and um for being here so thank yeah. you yeah well, oh, I thank you. It I appreciate so much. it. And then tell everyone where they can find you if they want yes. to follow you. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm on TikTok. Uh, my handle, is that what it's mm-hmm. called? A handle? It's a handle. Uh, is, wait, <laughs> tag, my, my at. Anyway. <laughs> my at. <laughs> People are going to come for you. Are, your, are, your, Insta- <laughs> are <laughs> your Instagram and your TikTok the same thing? Yeah. Yes. Waited in the. I do musical theater, um, and I do CrossFit, and so. Okay. So if you want musical theater, plus size talk and CrossFit, follow him. That's right. Wait in the wings on TikTok and Instagram. It is a niche that no one else has, Tony. No, that's a niche. (laughs) You are a niche. That was. There's so much that I still want to talk about. Um, So if Tony's willing, can we do a part two? We need a part two for this because there's so much more. Yeah. All right. Tony's nodding his head. Yes. So let's do it. Okay. Okay, guys. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all at Swipe Fat. We're loving the community we're building. Yes. Thank you guys so much for showing up for us every week. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.